welcome to my podcast. So today we are going to be talking about many different things. So first, we are going to talk about what we have learned in sports marketing in the past quarter. So throughout the quarter, we have learned about event marketing, getting information about sports and event marketing, and we also learned about branding and the different categories and also like licensing different products and endorsing products as well. And then we also talked about naming rights and how to identify your target market and what a good fit target market is for your various products. And later on we learned about marketing information and data and how like marketing information contributes to contributes very much to our like how people how customers and consumers buy things and then lastly towards the end of the quarter we learned about ad spacing and how much it like cost and things like that so I'm gonna go further in depth about the different things that we learned so I can start with sports and event marketing and how to acquire information so for in the sports industry the things that attract like customers include like products that are unique and will have them really want to like really want them to love the product So some characteristics in sports marketing include having unique products and it's different for each customer. That is the most important thing because the customers always come first and customers are not always the same. So some benefits with customers buying sports products include they might want to go have some entertainment like go to a football game, baseball game, etc. It helps people stay healthy and it just helps achievement. So there are different types of businesses in sports marketing. Some include franchises, advertising businesses, sporting goods, and media. So now we can go on to hmm, we can go on to branding. So branding is very very important in sports marketing because you have to make sure that your brand slash product is unique you can't have a brand that's similar to a different one or they're gonna think that you're copying them then there's gonna be copyright problems and that's just not that's just not good so one important vocabulary word is product service management and this is just like when you fix your products and your service to make sure that your customers are satisfied and that they would want to buy more products from you and then for some categories in the sports and event products for sports events you could have different like products that are based on the sport that the person plays or does or ones in just somebody sees on the tv or the internet and athletes they usually have products that apply to their sport so for event marketing 
venues are the ones that host like only one sports team or ones that host multiple and then so there are different categories for sports and event products slash marketing so for non-sporting events you have concerts festivals conventions etc and then for sporting goods you can have like the equipment that applies to your sport or entertainment that you like to watch apparel and trinkets and trash so that's enough about product and branding so licensing is very very important licensing and naming rights are very very important when it comes to different products you cannot be having the same name or brand or product that looks like another team's you will get in serious trouble but most people get this mixed up licensing is not branding sponsorship or endorsements Licensors are like trademark holders. So some examples of trademark holders include leagues, some different teams like in the NFL or the MLB, and then you have college athletic departments. And there are also some different ones like the minor league baseball, and then you have TV enterprises and individual athletes, etc. So licensees are companies who want to use the trademarks. So there are like are different things that companies could use they could use t-shirts home goods like there's some mugs that have like baseball teams on them and stuff and then the most popular licensed item is a t-shirt and everybody loves t-shirts with their favorite sports team on it so what's that risk so some benefits for licensors include that it's low risk you have free advertising and it builds their brand and it helps them get more benefits Licensors get paid by guarantees and royalties, but there are some risks with licensors. They might have a loss of control over marketing or a loss of control over reputation, but there are still multiple benefits, as I said earlier. But for licensees, the benefits for them are profits, they have retail opportunities, it builds their brand, and usually there is a positive Um, public look on their products but the risks there are financial risk and fashion trends are always changing non-stop so that's another risk and then it's also based on the success of teams and athletes like nobody's gonna want to go buy a shirt from a sports team that's 0-8 in the NFL right now they want a shirt where people are winning like the 49ers they're doing really good this season And then some things we learned about were also marketing information data and the difference between primary and secondary data. So primary data is like the first, primary data is the main like data collection and it's like first, it's like the researchers firsthand, like usually it's for the purpose. And then secondary data is usually data that's from another person other than you. And there are different types of data. There's qualitative and quantitative. So, yeah. So, that's enough on what we learned about during sports marketing in the first quarter. So, next we are going to talk about some things that are happening throughout the sports industry. So, let me go and look for 
my article Oh, here it is. We're going to go to the sports and marketing. So with the sports, there have been many preseason NBA games and the start of the season for some teams. So here are some news so far. So during the Golden State and Phoenix Suns game, um, Stephen Curry actually broke his left hand in a hard, hard fall. Phoenix Suns player fell down on him and he looks like he was in a lot of pain. And the Warriors are really struggling this year. They are really, really struggling. And then with the 76ers, Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns got into a little altercation. A little, not that big of a fight, but a little fight. And then Taco Fall, who is a rising rookie, everybody is trying to figure out where he stands in basketball he is really getting up there so we are now on the sports business journal website and i have chosen an article i mean sports business daily sorry so i chose an article and it was about the nationals winning their first world series so, the Nationals, which is an MLB team, won their first World Series, and they came back from a 6-2 victory over the Astros in the game the other night. And the owner of the Nationals said, in quotations, I'm speechless. I've dreamed of this my entire life. With a crowd of 43,326 on hand at Minute Maid Park, the Nats completed the unprecedented accomplishment of winning four road games in the series. So everybody was speechless because everyone thought they were lose the other night. And it's always about the team having hope and not about how good you are. Because you could be a really good team but still do bad in, at nationals. So it just depends. So they have kind of had a topsy-turvy week but they put aside the pain of the failures or things that they didn't do right during the playoffs and fix that ASAP now a, they get a parade ring and forever status so everyone is shocked and proud so for the Astros fans at Minute Maid Park it was a combination of shock and disappointment Many people had thought that the Astros would win based on how the Nash, the Nats, I should say. I'm just going to say Nats for short instead of the Nats winning. Like, it's, it was shocking. So now we are going to go to the Sports Geek with Sean Callahan. And we're going to review the podcast that he just talked about. So the re- so now we are on the next podcast with Sean Callanan Callanan I think that's how you say his name. 
So the most recent episode was talking about how data, how important data is, and there's our special, there's a special guest, which is Nada or Nita Tabadabi. I'm sorry, I really don't know how to say her name, and she's from the San Jose Sharks. So in the podcast, we learned about how like Nita like started her career with sports in Toronto and then she was always been a sports fan and she's always understood it at a young age and then we'll also we also learned that it's really important using sports and like using sports and correlating the idea about the data like you can see how much People, how much time people spend watching sports, the commercials they like to see, and etc. And then we also learned that data analysis is completely different than like analysis in the traditional business. Because, like I said earlier, sports is unique to individuals. They like to see things that they like, and it's something that suits for everybody. And then we also learned that technology, you know, technology is always changing. So we learned how technology is bringing like a new layer and helping out with importance of data analysis. And it helps like businesses be more efficient with their numbers because it's not fun to always have one person counting the same thing. That's just going to take too much time, too much time. And then in the podcast, they also talked about how women started um, to build and test new initiatives for sporting, for data and sports. And that was something that I really, like, was shocked about because I know women are always, like, leading new in new things and stuff now. But I didn't know that, like, they really wanted to, like, have a say in the sporting industry which was pretty cool to me. So I actually am home alone, so I can't interview someone about the marketing and sports entertainment, so I'll just answer the questions myself, if that's okay. So what are the first question says, what are the things that are being done to promote people? Um, there are actually multiple things being done to promote people, and they're, like, mostly it's through social media, because now there are so many people on social media, and it just attracts multiple people, and, like, sometimes, you know how whenever you think about something and it pops up, it's kind of like social media reach your mind, because it, like, based on the stuff that you like and look at, it kind of knows what you want, so, yeah. And it says, do you have friends that are trying to get music noticed? Um, I have friends that, like, rap, but I'm not completely sure if they want to get the music noticed. Because I know some people, like, they either rap for fun or think they actually want to do it when they get older. But I know that some of them are in, like, a classes at our school. It's, like, music production, and it's actually pretty cool. Like, I never knew we had that program at Millbrook. So yeah, um, I actually do not have friends who think they are social media influencers. They have social media accounts and stuff, but they're not really concerned about their followers, like the amount of followers they have, 
or whether they influence people like I don't understand how the Kardashians influence people so it's kind of like that I guess but yeah so that will be it for my podcast I hope you enjoyed it and to recap we basic I basically talked about um the marketing in sports and entertainment space I talked about what we learned in sports marketing in the past this past quarter and then I also talked about um the most recent podcast from um Sean Callanan So thanks for listening and bye bye So I actually forgot to mention that with the um the podcast that I watched from Sean Callanan, I also forgot to um talk about how um there are actually advantages to showing different like being able to work across different teams in like during the in with within multiple leagues. So like some advantages include like knowing how to have efficient data for various topics and then another thing that I forgot to talk about is the um, importance of showing incremental success because if you're just like getting very large amounts of success very soon you're not going to be getting much at all like that's why you have to take things little by little or step by step and yes Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.